Podcast for May, Friday the 13th, 2016. I am Lee, joined today by Andrew. Hello! How do we manage to have the energy to do a podcast at the end of a work week like this? Whew. It's been a very long week it's and been, a very long it's three It's been weeks. a very long week, and I'm looking uh, very, very forward to going home and playing the new Doom game, which I got a little taste of last night, and I'm pleasantly surprised by it. So, let's get the wrestling talk out of the way. Uh, we haven't recorded for a month. There's lots to talk about, uh, starting kind of with the payback pay-per-view, which we'll get to. Uh, we can talk a little bit about the financial woes of TNA, lots of releases, lots of injuries, lots of uh, uh, blooming love in the <laughs> backstage at WWE. <laughs> A uh, Twitter account followed uh, us today, uh, called called Diva Booty, and they post pictures of divas' asses. Um, so we clearly made it. <laughs> I- I'm not going to say the exact handle because uh, they like to retweet people who have uh, pornography as their tw- Twitter av- avatars. There's that weird part of Twitter. We were just like, there's nothing against posting hardcore pornography on Twitter. Uh, so so there you go. Uh, he'll have to change his handle, I guess, to to w- women's booty at some point. Oh yeah, that's right. Anyways, let's talk about wrestling. Where do we start? You want to start with Payback? I'll start with Payback. Okay, so uh, Payback was a, a, a pay per view that I watched, and I don't mean I had it on in the background while I was on my phone or trying to do something more productive like vacuum. Uh, <laughs> I actually sat and watched all of Payback, like the the pre show matches, the entire th- credits to credits. I watched Payback. So, I, I, can, I, I like to think I'm a leading authority on it. Uh, well, compared to yeah. my, myself, who was working the entire show uh, in a different province. Province. And only <laughs> catching like, the last 10 to 15 minutes of the AJ Styles match, I think you are the leading authority here. So, here we go. Uh, first up, we had uh, Dolph Ziggler uh, defeating Baron Corbin. Of course, the lead-up to this was Baron Corbin just doing a series of squash matches, more or less, uh, on people. Opposite this, Apollo Crews also got called up. And while his matches ended up being squash matches, he seemed to sell a little too much. And it was very awkward. This is, this is going back a few weeks now because Apollo Crews has ceased to exist on WWE television. Uh, but it seemed very weird that they called both of these guys up, one a face, one a heel, and basically had them more or less working the same matches opposite each other, trying to get them both over. It either put them against one another or Apollo Crews got called up too fast. Uh, I, I think they've, they've run into the opposite uh, problem that they had before. Which was we don't have any faces yeah. now we have so many faces because they've hired, they've hired a whole bunch of new people yeah and now they've got not enough heels yeah and maybe they're I think they're trying to establish Baron Corbin to a whole nother level well you know let's look at legit like faces going for the in the title picture though like because who do we really have Cesaro Sami Zayn Roman Reigns doesn't count as far as I'm concerned and AJ Styles is quickly becoming like a tweener. But well, he's an independent. He's not. He doesn't subscribe. He's. It's him and those other two guys, but and that's they, it. They also. They also have a bunch of uh, people coming back from injury within the next month. I mean, they got Rollins. They've got Cena. They've got Orton. Rollins. They can still mess up. <laughs> so let's not say Rollins is. You a, know what? With, a, with, with what they've done lately, fingers crossed. Yeah. So uh, Dolph Ziggler defeats Baron Corbin with a somewhat distraction finish. If I remember correctly, or he wins outright. I don't really remember. This was the first match of the night. Uh, seemed kind of weird that it was on the kickoff show. I think people were expecting it to be part of the meat of uh, of Payback. Uh, United States champion Kalisto defeated Ryback. Um, 
what was actually a pretty good match. Like, as far as a Ryback match goes, uh, that fine. is his last match. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> uh, Kalisto did a really weird, like, corkscrew jump out of the corner of the ring that when I saw it just looked kind of awkward. I'm like, oh, he went to do this big move, and Ryback looks like he botched it in that he kept, caught Kalisto and they both kind of tumbled to the floor. When you go back and watch it, Ryback's actually saving Kalisto from breaking his neck. Um, which is something that watching a GIF over and over again on Twitter showed me that I missed. Like, credit to Ryback, and this is the only time we'll credit Ryback for anything in this entire podcast. Uh, he saved Kalisto's ass uh, in that in that corner spot. Otherwise, it was a pretty good match, and uh, Kalisto retains the uh, the US Championship. And uh, 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 Ryback uh, wandered off into the sunset. <laughs> um, so uh, the main the main the main show kicks off. We have the final of the uh, tag team championship for who will get first contendership uh, for the new day. Uh, his tag team championship belts. Uh, we have Enzo Amore and Colin Cassidy, or Big Cass as he's uh, more commonly known, versus the VOD Villains. And uh, yeah, this this sucked, um, and and not for for the reasons that matches usually do. Uh, great comes out, VOD Villains do their entrance. Enzo and uh, and Cass. I was really looking forward to this match. Uh, Enzo and Cass. I I really enjoy watching them them fight. VOD Villains are, are fun and a perfect foil for them in this match. Kicking off payback. Yeah, like three minutes in. Enzo takes this really odd bounce off the bottom rope, and you've probably—it's been a month ago. Everybody's seen it a thousand times replayed. Oh, he hits—he hits that second rope, and in the way yeah. his, his his like his jaw hits it yeah. and slams back in, the, into the, the, end of the match. The whiplash, even on the original broadcast angle, is super apparent. Like I said, I wasn't half-assed watching yeah. this. I was watching this. And I turned to Krista, and I'm like, "Oh, Enzo just—he's a concussion at very least, a broken neck. I thought for sure, based on how he bounced off that that." There were eyewitness reports there that were saying on social media that they were performing CPR on him for a short time. Yeah, like his heart may have stopped. And I, I, I completely—it's not common with a head injury, but no. But I mean, for the for the way his head actually got hit by the ropes, I could see if it hit him underneath. Oh sure, the jaw point. It could yeah. have nick, it not nicked the carotid, but it could have cut off blood flow for a, for a short period of time. It, it looked that nasty. Yeah, thankfully, it, it looked that bad. Thankfully, he wasn't that bad. Uh, Simon Gotch, uh, I guess, didn't get the message, or in the heat of the moment, went to actually pick him up at one point. Uh, and the ref kind of threw him off really quickly and called the match, and that was a real bummer way to kick off this pay per view, which would have, which ends up being one of the better pay per views of the last year, on, honestly. Um, so really... unfortunately, that match ended uh, the way it did. Uh, they just called a no contest. Uh, next up, though, we had uh, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Absolutely stole the show. Like, it, if you had to have any match go on after what happened to Enzo, this match kind of somewhat brought the crowd back into it. Who admittedly weren't. They never got back into it after that injury. Uh, and, and, you know, nothing against them. But uh, this match was absolutely fantastic. Kevin Owens ends up going over Sami Zayn. Uh, and it doesn't end there, of course. Uh, Kevin Owens calls Byron Saxon into the ring and asks him to interview him. And exclaims, now that he's beaten Sami Zayn and he's the better man, better wrestler. He wins clean, mind you, as a heel. He won clean over Sami Zayn. That his next thing is to get his IC Championship back. Uh, it just so happens that The Miz and Cesaro are up next, so Kevin Owens decides he's going to sit ringside and do commentary, which is absolutely entertaining beyond belief, especially because I also like Miz and Cesaro. So I'm having a hell of a time. I'm feeling a little better now. Uh, that match is fine. Uh, Sami Zayn ends up coming back out. Kevin and him fight on the apron, which distracts, leads to a finish where The Miz gets to keep his IC uh, championship. Cesaro beats the crap out of everybody, and you have a really cool four-way kind of program for that belt. Good. Good stuff. That, I don't know if you've ever gone back and watched Payback, but like this was like, oh man, things no, are making I, sense. I need, I need, I need to go back, and it's it's always been established that like 
ever since NXT, Zane, oh, even before NXT, Zane and Owens have always had a great program. Mm. And I'm glad that they've realized that. Like, hey, there are those people that watch main WWE programming and don't have the history behind yeah. the two of them. And using that to their advantage right now and introducing Zane and have him going with Owens is... There's no mistakes yeah. can be made in this. The video package they released, I feel, could have been brought up way earlier, like in the in the in the program. To yeah. be completely honest with you, but having it on that last raw and right before the match, I think uh, it comes across. The, the guys in the ring themselves are selling that 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 angle, uh, yeah. which is something you don't get. Like every every rivalry in the WWE right now could benefit from a video package only because what you're actually seeing on screen. Uh, is just not the quality, not not bringing you in the way that uh, a pre-edited package can, unfortunately. Uh, Dean Ambrose apparently goes over Chris Jericho. That's not how I remember it. I remember this being a somewhat boring match. Uh, like, one of the wor- worst Chris Jericho matches in recent memory. And I, I don't really have anything against Chris Jericho. He's not my favorite. I think he works a heel promo very naturally, and it's something that I hope a lot of the guys backstage are... Uh, paying attention to and whatnot. Like, this guy can write the book, obviously, on making crowds hate him. Like, this guy, this is a guy who's been attacked in parking lots before based on things he said as an actor. It's like that little, uh, the girl who was like, uh, see you next Tuesday on, uh, Little House on the Prairie. She was getting, like, death threats and stuff in real life because people just hated her character. Wow. Yeah. Chris Jericho's that. Like, that's the, how he throws himself into a role as a friggin' wrestler, so credit where credit's which, due. Which is going to be interesting, because when, when they, then they come here in a couple of weeks, yeah. I'm really wondering what the crowd reaction is going to be, because for me personally, yeah. he's a dick, and I know he does his job well, because yeah. his job is to be a jerk. Booing him is what, what he wants you to do. I'm going to be so a... going to cheer him? I'm going to be cheering him. <laughs> I don't... Wrestling fans, ladies and gentlemen, he's going to come... He's, he's Winnipeg's son. He's going to come into town, and he's going to d- cut just a scathing promo on his hometown... And the smart marks in the crowd are going to cheer him for it, and it's going to be fantastic. I look forward to it. Well, did you see? Did you, you saw the tweet about uh, how someone uh, tweeted out to someone, another wrestler, and said, "What? What's the smelliest place you've ever been?" Yeah. And he and uh, the guy, the other wrestler, I don't remember who it was. I think it was maybe a, a, like a, medi- a mediocrely well-known wrestler, Fandango, <laughs> like like, like someone on that caliber. I don't yeah. know. I don't even know if it was WWE, but Jericho knew him. Yeah. And they asked him, "What's the smelliest place?" And he said, "Well, Winnipeg." He goes back, he's like, man, I have been in smellier places in Fresno, California. I'm like, yeah, damn right, you, you uh, protect Winnipeg. <laughs> protect the business. Uh, so, uh, WWE Women's Championship match. Charlotte, accompanied by her dad, Ric Flair. And Natalia comes out with her uncle, Brett the Hitman Hart. Who looks like he would rather be at uh, the funeral of his entire family than at this, <laughs> at this event. He's not looking like he's having a good time, and we soon learn uh, why that might be based on the finish of this match. Uh, Natalia does a pretty good job of routing Charlotte uh, to the point where, uh, you know, it's pretty clear that Natalia might have this match in hand. Charlotte goes uh, for a uh, submission maneuver, and and Natalia doesn't tap out. Chris Robinson, little Nate, uh, as he was known in WCW, I believe it was. Uh, calls for the bell and gives the belt to Charlotte. They don't make a big deal out of this. I didn't admittedly watch Raw the next night, but apparently they just kind of like, yeah, that, that happened. Uh, and it was supposed to be the take on the Montreal screw draw job in which the bell rang early, giving Shawn Michaels the win over Bret Hart when they thought Bret Hart was going... Just a little history lesson. When they, they thought Bret Hart even, was going to go to WCW. They didn't even play off of it. That was the stupid no. thing. It, it lasted it a week. It was so cheap. It lasted a week. <laughs> it was so cheap. 
It's like you got Bret Hart back, a guy who like notoriously doesn't have a great relationship with you, and you're gonna rub in his face the th- the reason the reason he spit in Vince McMahon's face is the thing you're gonna whatever that was that was so lame. There's so uh, much more they could have done with the little Nate thing, and they did. Especially if you're gonna ever give Natalia the championship, I-, I was expecting her to get it here, lose it at Extreme Rules, like she carries it for three weeks. So be it. Her name's in the history of the women's championship. And Natalia can go on to to do you know any number of things with with Bret Hart there that would have been great. There was still the spot, of course. Uh, Bret and Natalia gave them both sharpshooters uh, at the end of the match. There, you got to see Bret Hart give Ric Flair a sharpshooter <laughs> in 2016. So that's got some entertainment value, I guess. Eh, it's cheap. That was all cheap. Uh, Vince McMahon comes out and grinds the show to a complete halt. As for 20 minutes, he explains uh, that Sh- uh, Shane McMahon and Stephanie will be co-running Raw. Thanks, Vince. Uh, so I'm pretty sleepy at this point in the evening after seeing what is basically a 20-minute opening Raw segment from uh, the Seth Rollins era. Uh, and um, the World Heavyweight Championship match is about to happen. There's a lot of, lot of rumors about what might happen in this. Is Finn Balor showing up? Is the, are, are Carl Anderson and, uh, yeah. and Luke Gallows going to show up? Uh, are the Usos going to be involved? And uh, it was mostly all right. Uh, so this, this match kicks off. Good match. Roman Reigns can wrestle. That's not the problem with Roman Reigns. I just want to put that out there. Uh, <laughs> like, this match reminded me of, like, him versus uh, Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania or something like that. Like, Roman Reigns is believable and 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 has a, enough of a bag of tricks that he's entertaining, especially when you're, he's put against someone like an AJ Styles who also has a, a deep wrestling bag of tricks, uh, so to speak. So, this was a good match. Uh, it ends really quickly with AJ Styles giving the phenomenal forearm, forearm to Roman Reigns uh, through the announce desk. Of course, the countout's happening. Uh, AJ Styles uh, frantically is trying to pull the Roman Reigns, who's twice his size, back into the ring. Fails to do so. The countout happens. AJ Styles wins the match, but of course, with a D- DQ, doesn't get uh, the belt. Uh, Shane McMahon comes out at this point, says, no, 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 no countouts. Let's fire this bad boy back up. Match continues. At some point here, there is a run-in from the Usos and, and the, the the Bullet Club guys, but we won't talk about that here. It's not as important to the match. Uh, the thing that is important is Rowan Reigns low blows AJ Styles. And a lot of people have a different read on this because uh, Lillian Garcia, I guess, is announcing that, hey, AJ, AJ Styles has won by disqualification, but still your WWE champion is Roman Reigns. And people are like, well, that's, that's a heel maneuver that he would punch him in the nuts. But everybody's like, yeah, Roman Reigns looked like he meant to do that. And I read that the complete opposite way. He's, like, holding his head in his hands, and he's like, ah, crap. Like, I just want to win this clean, and it's over. Yeah. He's upset that it came down to that. It, it, like, this is the best Roman Reigns has maybe ever acted. And it seems like 60% of the people watching that pay-per-view read it the opposite way of the way he presented it. It seemed like he didn't want to be known as the guy who blow-blowed AJ Styles. He wants to go over AJ and beat him. Stephanie comes out. Interrupts the match again. Let's fire this bad boy up. No DQ. Uh, they go again. They, they ring the bell again, and the match happens. Uh, all that, that running bullcrap happens, and uh, Roman Reigns ends up winning the match. Uh, a really well-fought match. Entertaining. I was, I, from what I saw at the end, because, you know, like, I, I was following this on, like, Twitter and all that stuff and, like, yeah. updates. And I, I was getting the gist of what was going on throughout, but when I watched the end of it... I was kind of like, I, I wish I had seen a lot more. Yeah, it was good. Because it, it just seemed very solid. Even the ending, even if Roman had to win, yeah, it, it, it carries well forward, especially with a program featuring these two when we know what they've done already. And they can go further, especially with... Well, I mean, this is a spoiler alert for yeah. the last couple of Raws. <laughs> hey, whoa! 
uh, Anderson and Gallows, and I can't believe I'm actually saying this, the Osos actually really help bump that program further. Yeah. Just don't call them the family. (laughs) (laughs) The Samoan family, but to be fair. Uh, So there's also this angle they're doing with AJ. Of course, like you said, on Raw, it's it's quickly changing. AJ's seeing that, uh, you know, Anderson and Gallows aren't necessarily not resorting to heel tactics. They're, They're playing it by the book. And they want AJ to kind of come with them and be like, listen, we're stronger together than, than you are alone. I thought the angle was going to be that uh, they they are jealous of AJ, that he's got this opportunity, that he's going over them. And that would have been the F- Finn Balor entrance to become a heel faction with them. That's not where they went with it. Uh, and at the pay-per-view especially, um, when Anderson and Gallows run in, let's just call them the Bullet Club, it's easier that way. Uh, they, they deliver the foot of the, the boot of doom uh, to Roman and whatnot and interfere with the match. When it's already a no DQ, if I'm not mistaken, I could be wrong on that. Send me a correction letter at turnbasedack.com. Uh, but um, AJ's unaware in that same way they were doing with Becky, where Ric Flair was interfering and Becky wouldn't know and would take the win and be all happy and then later backstage be really upset about it. They're doing that same thing with AJ. Uh, and of course, as you said on, said on Raw with the, the chair spot from two weeks ago, uh, AJ now is just like, they're not. You know, it's kind of all fair in love and war is basically what it's come down to. And it lets AJ get away with some of these tactics without being a heel. And the Usos being there is imperative to that, that it's even sides and not AJ Styles with his two giant bodyguards beat the crap out of Roman Reigns, which admittedly is what the crowd wants. uh, But this way it's a little a little more even. Oh, I want him to go straight heel. Roman or AJ AJ now just go straight heel. Just just yeah. under, understand that this is enough. Like, he's getting screwed trying to be the good well, guy. Well, that's just it. Going straight heel on Roman Reigns is going to be a very difficult thing to do. Uh, because the crowd's going to be behind you. So if you're looking for a classic heel reaction, you're not going to get it. Be the heel. Be the bad guy. You can still be liked and be the bad guy. Yeah. Because, I mean, I've I, you've seen it in the past. Hollywood yeah. Hulk Hogan was the bad sure. guy and they still liked him. But the, As, problem, but the, prop, the proper thing about that is balance. Andrew just realized at lunch when we were watching Raw <laughs> that Anderson and Gallows are basically Kevin Nash and Scott Hall, uh, which is something I, every time I look at them, I'm like, oh man, that's Nash and Hall. Like, that's clearly the, the gimmick. Just the size even of the two guys. Yeah. I'm like, oh man. Uh, and then AJ Styles would be their, their Hulk Hogan. So... It just just floored me because yeah. back in that back in that day that was like my sh- for when the first time that happened in WCW yeah. that was my thing I fell in love with that so do you but do you heel turn Shane McMahon then do you put the belt on AJ and Shane McMahon becomes their Eric Bischoff, Bischoff. and comes in on a motorcycle <laughs> like an okay, asshole like, maybe no. <laughs> Well, he, 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 could, he could dance his way to the ring. Yeah. <laughs> could you imagine, like, their their great idea for their main t- title picture is the, the later declining years of what WCW did? They can do something along the lines of that and make it right. The problem yeah. is that you just don't want to burn it too quickly and burn it too hard. The thing to take away from this is this is finally... Roman Reigns is, is holding the belt. It's not on Triple H. It's not on Sheamus. And there's a main event that you will actually be looking forward to watching. That's That can't be understated. Unfortunately, here we're hearing rumors that AJ might be somewhat injured. He's being pulled from live events. He's only doing the main shows leading up to Extreme Rules. I can imagine maybe he, t- he takes a break after that. Oh, is, that yeah. is that when... I feel so screwed if that happens. But, but come June, <laughs> is that when you have... Uh, you know, you can sick a Cena on Roman Reigns? Would they do something like that? Who the hell do you cheer? I'm starting to feel like they might do that because they have the – with them coming back at the end of well, end of May or end of June, yeah. they definitely have the freedom to do that. And 
put I mean, it on do Cena. You, do you do you put do you sick. do you throw Cena right into it immediately? Well, because the moment they take away the they take the championship away from Roman Reigns, Roman Reigns needs to be be mixed up somehow. Like they then they need to actually commit to a direction with him. Yeah, because while he's holding the championship, he can kind of just remain neutral. He can be the guy. That's fine. There's no problem with that. Uh, but referring back to Seth Rollins. Uh, everyone's hoping it's a it's a face return for Seth Rollins or just like a just straight up badass like we don't want whiny Seth Rollins back we don't want him <laughs> crying to the authority that he he never actually lost his title and he deserves that 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 thing i want to see a face return of Seth Rollins with some squash matches where he starts from the bottom and just you know goes through fandango goes through your big show goes through all those guys and eventually earns his way back to the top and just just crushes it uh, one way or the other. And then you can have AJ Styles versus Seth Rollins for an entire year and no one will get sick of it. Um, <laughs> that That's what I'm hoping. Um, I, I'm not in the camp... I don't like Roman Reigns. I'm not in the camp that says we need to take the championship off of him because there's good matches to be had. That's actually, with so many people injured, not a bad place to leave Roman Reigns for now. Uh, you also have Bray Wyatt, who's going to be coming back in the next couple months. Could he, he come back as a face? That was what people were, were surmising as well. I don't even know what they could do with him right now. Yeah. Because he's so far over the place. There's been a quote of him saying that he just wants to be the guy that just stirs yeah. shit up. What, what, what can we do? It, like, but he's, as he's recent useful, as the but... Royal Rumble, in the week before, suddenly he's soliloquizing about how like the title is his. And like, hey, remember when I hated Roman Reigns? I still hate Roman Reigns. And now I'm going to cost him the title. But then there's also that Brock Lesnar thing they were building up that, they, that nothing came of. There's a lot of dead ends right now with all the injuries, unfortunately. And you know what? Let's move on to that next. So that was Payback. I thought like a, a solid 8 out of 10. Unfortunate what happened to Enzo, but thankfully Big Cass wasn't left in the dust because of it. Uh, I don't know if we know what the actual program was. Was it Endo, Enzo and Cass going over? Was that... I think so, but... You, you think? I, I, they were getting pushed in that direction. Yeah. I mean, because... Vaud villains you probably could have dropped and they could have feuded with someone else no problem but it, it really looked like they were pushing Enzo and Cass to the top to be that it would have been, it would have been two face groups like yeah. New Day versus but but the back and forth between the both of them would have probably made up for the fact that they're two face groups sure well you're gonna have your favorite right yeah the, the New Day is I don't know if on paper they're considered faces I don't I, like. Remember when like Triple H keeps referring to Ziggler as one of the top mid card heels? You're like, what? The crowd pops for him every time he comes out. He doesn't do anything healy. He's always on his like he's not no pun intended. He's always on his heels in a match, even with Baron Corbin. He's getting his ass handed to him, and somehow finds Survivor Series when he was on Team Cena there, and he was the, literally the last guy who had to take everybody out. And this was a year ago now. Um, how was that guy a heel? Anyways. Let's talk about the <laughs> myriad of injuries, releases, uh, arrests uh, that are happening in the in the wrestling uh, world right now. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about TNA and, uh, and and their situation, and then go on to Raw and, and wrap it up. This is the catch up show, so to speak. And then we we're good we're good to go after this. So let's let's hit up uh, let's hit up the injuries. What do you, injuries? What do you got? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. First. We kind of already talking about them. Um, well, there's, there's been a, I mean, there's been a slew of them between you know, people like get, you know get, get in the door and injuries in general. Yeah. Uh, Wyatt's got well, what's being called the calf injury, which happened in April on April 13th. Yeah. And he's been on the brink of kind of wrestling, but hadn't, and then they just decided to keep him out. Uh, I mean, Breeze, Breeze retired. Yeah. Full on. Uh, Brian retired. 
Enzo got that major concussion. Yeah. At payback. John Cena has been injured, but is now coming back on May, May 30th. 30th. Yeah. Two days after they're here. He had to build his traps back up. <laughs> <laughs> they, have to ha- they have to make more details. That's right. Uh, Luke Harper. <laughs> Fire up the detail machine. <laughs> 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 that's, that's the sound it plays so there's Luke Harper yeah uh, I believe he had that ACL MCL injury yeah which is a super bummer uh, Luke Harper's awesome ne- uh, Neville had the broken ankle yeah and he's growing a beard so he's about ready is to come he? back yeah oh sweet he looks Lord. like a gnome <laughs> he's so little <laughs> Neville the gnome yeah um, a flying gnome uh, Nikki Bella underwent that neck surgery yeah Nikki Bella is hoping to come back I guess but uh, the it's a long road to that recovery there she's never coming back full time and she doesn't even realize that yeah whether, whether she has John Cena's healing ability or not there's something <laughs> there, there, there's something her. about a broken neck yeah uh, we can mention that Christian kind of straddling the line between injury and release he will no longer he's not cleared He's been released as an in-ring talent. Yeah, basically. If, if you didn't know that Christian was actually still on the active roster, uh, he's been removed. At this well, point. he had the contract, but the problem yeah. was that he had so many concussions. McMahon, much like uh, Daniel Bryan, yeah. didn't want to clear him. Yep. So he's, he's still stuck with that. I, I think Daniel Bryan now is not so much of Vince McMahon didn't want to cure, no. clear him as Daniel Bryan is, could die in any second <laughs> based on the severity of his injuries. So maybe it's best he doesn't uh, tempt fate. Just go just go to that new house they might have bought in Washington. And... Well, obviously they didn't now because they moved in with Nikki for total Oh, they total did. Bellas. Yes, you're right. Yeah. They did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I can't wait to Woo. see that. Poor, poor Daniel. <laughs> or, or, or Brian. Yeah, it'll be great. Poor Cena. He's got all these assholes <laughs> living in his house. That's the last thing that guy wants. He's rich. He's got a. He's got. A, he's got that giant square, uh, giant van. John Cena just wants a lot of square footage and like not another living soul around. Like he wants to, whatever. I don't know. Just got. Just got that little dog. I can't remember what the dog's name is. Uh, well, Josie is uh, Bree jo- and Brian's yeah. dog, and then uh, Nikki got Frankie. Might be Frankie. No. Got got a similar dog. Francis. Francis. Maybe something like that. Something like yeah. that. Yeah. Frank- really weird. Yeah. But, uh, she gets it and then goes in for the surge. Uh, the, yeah. Yeah. Yes. All right, Orton. Orton has had a chronic <laughs> shoulder problem throughout his career. Um, yes. They're saying that he hurt his shoulder while taking out the garbage in October. Really f- weird. Is, what is that referring to a wrestler he was fighting? He's taking out the garbage. <laughs> Sheamus. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> there's no timetable for his return, but the word is that he's coming back within the next end of June, next the, two months. The real bummer is, is he takes one bad bump on his shoulder. If it dislocates again, he's probably finished. Like they're shocked he's not finished now. Yeah, it. This is like whatever program you have planned for Randy Orton, make it count because it. It's like the the clock's ticking. Unfortunately, I like Randy Orton. So. I do too. Yeah, uh, Rosa Mendez. She Woo! had her baby. Woo! She is nuts. She's pretty crazy. <laughs> oh, Andrew caught up on Total Divas, so you know all about uh, Paige leading on her fiance. For all those months, just a garbage person. You know, I really, I really start flip flopping on everybody because I'm like, yeah. man, I, 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 I really feel bad for Rosa that I'm like, no, I hate yep. her, and then it just goes over to like uh, Fox. Yeah, I kind of feel bad for her, but she's also kind of loopy too. Strangely and... enough, like it might be due to the even keeledness of their husbands, but the Bellas are usually the voice of reason, which is insane. <laughs> uh, but like Nikki and Bree are usually the most. You know, level-headed and whatnot, and other than the drama, Natalia, of course. But Natalia goes out of her way to do insane things, like having that party for DJ because she told everybody he was super depressed. depressed. <laughs> Our truth. Yo, you okay, man? 
You're being okay. You're not sad. But the way he talked. <laughs> But see, there's a difference between depressed and, like, suicidal. To be, the way, the way to be he fair, approached him. all you ever see TJ doing is sitting on his couch watching WWE Network. That's all he does is watch Maybe matches. he likes wrestling. To, <laughs> but that's like, you listen to podcasts sometimes and you listen to the guys who just wa- watch matches. It's like the, uh, it's like in the industry, right? Like, you know, you want to better yourself? Watch other people doing what you do and, and take notes. Like, yeah. shit. <laughs> I have nothing against, and like TJ is a guy who, you know, he, he's well respected in the in the in the locker room. Uh, obviously, he's a good re- wrestler on his own merit and whatnot, and, and had a lot of involvement in the. Uh, I guess still does have involvement in the uh, performance center. I think I think to a degree, yeah. yeah. And is respected as a technician. So if that guy is part of his job is while he's injured, he wants to watch a bunch of WWE Network. I guess that makes sense. At the end of the day. Uh, is that all the injuries? Or we... Nope. We have well, we have Stinger retired, Seth Rollins with torn right ACL, MCL, and uh, medial men- yeah. medial meniscus. When he went to Europe and his leg exploded, uh, he's going to be back by end of June. Sure. So he he is back very very soon. He's filming a movie right now, so I'm assuming he's almost 100. <laughs> percent And Tyson uh, Tyson Kidd, he's done. Who's yeah, he's probably done. Yeah, which is such a bummer. Yeah. But uh, I'd like to see him come back in some some capacity on on TV for a little bit. That Some is, kind of send off for him. That is that is that is really depressing because I, I was I was really getting behind him again. Oh yeah, him and Cesaro were like a lot of fun together. Um, uh, t- uh, Titus O'Neil, I guess, who was suspended for touching the boss. He's uh, back. Yeah, <laughs> that's not a euphemism. That's literally what he did. Uh, is back now. He was last seen in the battle royale, I think, which was for top contendership for the USA title, USA title, US title, which Rusev ended up winning, which is good. Uh, because coming out of the League of Nations, it's good to see Rusev will actually have something to do. I hope he wins. <laughs> um, Lana needs to go away, though. She's a little much. It's getting um, bad now. Well, she's going to be on Total Divas next season. Uh, we're going to get more Renee Young as well, which means Dean Ambrose uh, to boot. And uh, there you go. It's going to be really weird without the Bellas. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Naomi is also hurt. Your favorite. Uh, she she tore an ankle or, so, or something crazy. Her light up shoe malfunction. No, no wonder I'm actually enjoying the women's division. Now. Oh, no Sash Banks. <laughs> she, I don't know where they're keeping her, but she's a she's a white. Dudley boys also haven't really. They, they came out once. Yeah, yeah, that's about it. I'm not saying they're injured. I'm just saying. Anyways, uh, so that's the situation for injuries. Obviously, uh, Vince McMahon. I think they just had a uh, a call, an investor call, or something like that, which is because they're an openly traded company. Something you can actually go listen to. Uh, and he's saying like, "Hey, listen, like we got all this talent." Like they're 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 coming back in the summer. SummerSlam is probably poised to be a pretty hot show because of that. Um, it's going to be there's going to be a lot of 180s. I think on a lot of storylines where like this guy's available now, so let's wrap this up and yeah. put him into it. Uh, yeah, or you can do something really stupid and just put them in programs with each other. Like Cena comes out against Rollins, well, just as a waste, <laughs> just an extra program on the show. And with everyone coming back, yeah, not everyone can have a part of the show. Be a part of the show, yeah. So thus, there's there's things we haven't been able to see yet that you you don't even really think about Owens and Rollins. That's the thing we didn't really get to see a lot of, if at all. Uh, come to think of it, because Kevin Owens was definitely not in the the main title picture. Yeah, but yeah, but watch uh, watch Rollins try to suplex uh, Owens and then his knee buckles. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but but exactly uh, with uh, there's there's a lot of I, I'm optimistic about about that. I'm looking forward to the amount of talent they're getting yeah. back. All at once. Gotta see if Rollins still got it. Because, like, that was a guy who was doing friggin' frog oh, splashes. In splashes. Yeah. Um, hopefully, his leg is better. <laughs> That's, uh, let's, uh, let's hope. He'll, he'll, come, he'll come back 100%. He's needed right now. 
to everyone who like who, who, who hated him before, and they're like, "Oh, yeah. Rollins is so boring as the champ." You, just you know miss what? Rollins so much. You you got Roman Reigns, so now tell me you're bored with Rollins. Yeah. Well, Rollins, it was just the same whiny promo at the beginning of every Raw, and that's the thing that kind of became grating about him when he got actually into the ring and wrestled. No one had anything bad to say about him. Anyways, let's talk about releases. So uh, contracts are up for a lot of people at the beginning of May, I guess end of April, uh, when a lot of contracts come up. And uh, WWE dropped a lot of talent uh, in the form of, uh, of, of releases. Oh, yeah. Uh, on, the, on the flip side of that, of course, we have this Ryback thing to talk about where Ryback, uh, in the middle, uh, as of right now, anyways, is renegotiating his contract and is therefore not on WWE television until, until they iron it out. Uh, we learned... Uh, it's kind of rumor mill stuff, but we learned what Ryback may have requested uh, to lead to this uh, and how Ryback views the industry, which uh, we're going to let Andrew go on a little rant in a moment here. Uh, but first, <laughs> let's talk about releases. Who's not in the WWE anymore? Well, w- most recently we heard about uh, Jay Risa, who's actually Christian. Yeah. Off the, off the uh, active actually performance Christian. contract yeah. now. Still involved in the company, obviously. Uh, hopefully he won't be interrupting any pay-per-views for 20-minute long... Uh, promos with the new day for their new show. Though they're not sure about their show if they if they're going to come back oh. or not. It, because it's, it takes so many resor- so much resource and time yeah, to go into it. it. They're not sure if they want if it's if it's worth it to them personally. It's the weird thing that you take for granted about that show because it's a twenty minute format and they have so many cameos from so like it's got to be like Man Show esque where they've got the whiteboard and they've got six episodes planned out. And it's like, okay, we have this talent on this this and this day for three hours. We need to film six different sketches that will. You know, air as the you know as the different things show yeah. up. Uh, that's got to be how they're filming it, and that's got to be exhausting at a certain point, uh, especially because they're not on the active roster. These guys are more or less traveling with the WWE to do this show, yeah. And it's on it's on the network. It's not a cable show, so I don't know how much money versus versus how much work uh, is really going into this right now. So, anyways, that's my take <laughs> on it. I hear that show is getting better. Like, people are actually it's, praising it. it so. I've actually watched a little bit of yeah. it. It was pretty funny. The AJ, the AJ Styles skit where they're like, they have two of AJ's giant, biggest yeah. fans just sitting there and answering all these questions. And, you know, the actual AJ ends up walking through for his entrance. And they're like, whoa. And the one guy just in <laughs> slow-mo, holy shit. <laughs> and they're like, you actually get AJ Styles. He's like, wait, I never signed up for this. And they're like, come on, AJ, come on. And they walk off stage. It was it was good. It was it was really really good because even like even the holy shit like Christian and Edge are just trying to hold back like just <laughs> so much laughter after they heard that. Uh, but joining Christian uh, off that list, <laughs> well, not quite joining. No, Christian, no, no, no. Yeah, Christian's not in the unemployment line yet. Uh, Wade Barrett has decided to step away. Yeah, he negotiated uh, uh, out of the last few weeks of his contract, yeah. so he's just gone. Bye. Uh, Santino Morella, who was injured, he wasn't coming back. No, nope, but uh, but his, a funny guy, and they could have utilized him in, in yeah, a they, billion they, other ways. They really but, could have. But yeah. they've, they've got the, he's he's doing a, tra- a training program now. I think he's in Ontario. Imagine him as like a mouthpiece for like a Del Rio. Yeah, would be fine. No, don't he doesn't need a contract anyway. Well, that, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Hornswoggle, he was doing nothing. Yeah, Alex Riley, who was kind of like the flip flop of Corey Graves because Corey Graves had to leave because of injury. Then Alex Riley left because of injury, but then switched off of the totally commentary table, and he came back. Yeah. But they let him go. El Torito, who was doing nothing because they got rid of the yep. uh, Los Matadores completely. For what reason? Well, we'll find out, because they look terrible. <laughs> the Shining in Stars? This, uh, shining, what are they? Puerto Rico. What are they called? They uh, just the Shining sh- Stars. They are the Shining Stars? The Shining oh, Stars of Puerto Rico, yeah. No. Yeah, it's going to be bad. Uh, there you go, Vaude Villains. Um, 
Zeb Coulter, he wasn't doing anything. He's kind of chilling in his Mex little America. Mex America is now his legacy. That was the last <laughs> thing he did. And uh, Brooklyn Brawler, sorry. Booker T. Oh. Brooklyn Brawler, had I, I believe he had been like on contract with them for like the last 30 years. Yeah. And it's now, I mean. They're I, like, I, it's time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and <laughs> one of my favorite releases, Cameron. Yeah, favorite Cameron. releases. <laughs> Cameron, she is so useless. The minute she said, I need to go back to NXT, they're like, well, we thought you were doing well, but apparently you're not. Yeah. And we were going to do stuff with you, but if you'd rather go down, we'll let you go down. And she never did anything after that. Cause they, nope. From the sounds of it, they never trusted her. Uh, she also publicly defended Ryback. So I'm sure that helped <laughs> with her situation. I, I, that put the nail in the coffin. Yeah, so Cameron's gone. And uh, last one was Damian Sando. Yeah, which a lot of people were surprised by. Damian Sando had a stint with the WWE from 2002 to 2007, to my understanding. Um, and then he came back and won the money. This is before my time uh, in watching wrestling. He came back and won the money in the bank in 2013. Uh, and had a little bit of a push there. And then uh, most recently, of course, you'll know him as uh, Damian Mizdow, <laughs> I guess. Uh, the Miz's uh, sidekick where he was very over and that was a good shtick. As soon as they moved past that program, he uh, started dressing like the Macho Man. The Macho Man, though. Yeah. And then uh, Hulk Hogan went and said a bunch of N-words. And they're like, well, that gimmick with Curtis Axel is over where he's Hulk and you're... Ma- and you're- it, was, it was actually funny. Like, yeah, I whatever. Okay. <laughs> sure. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> And then kind of became his old his old character, uh, which is like the Hunter Hearst Helmsley character, I guess, more or less. Really weird. Uh, and then he was featured in the Battle Royale, and then the next day was let go or something like, like the timeline on that. Yeah, it, was, it wasn't too far off, basically. Yeah. And like here, it's a, they they did an interview with or they uh, an interview was done with him, and uh, if he was surprised, he said not really. He had some conversations before, but I had yeah. said that I think as a character we had gone through the gambit. Uh, what more could I do with the characters? Some people say, well, the company should have done this or that. No, the company gave me a platform and I maximized my opportunity. Okay, so so a, a, a nice split. He was, he, was, he was given a chance. And, and, and the reason he said, uh, parting ways is never a pleasant thing. It's funny because we, uh, we took some test one time. I don't know. <laughs> Sounds like Sandale. <laughs> He had a stroke in the middle of that interview, or what happened? Yeah, apparently. It's funny, we took this one time, <laughs> and then. Oh, my ego was solely about getting the fans to react one way or another. I would say he did that. A lot of people are kind of yeah. upset that he's he's gone because it it seemed like a guy who, and then and then everybody it led to uh, just a a cavalcade of people being like, Sando's gone, but X wrestler is still there, and it was like your Bo Dallas's, your Heath Slater's, your Curtis Axel's. Let's no, let's not say that to this point because they've been missing for a couple of weeks now, <laughs> like actually missing. Like but we checked Adam Rose's cellar. <laughs> well, and you know what? We should probably touch on that on, on that as well. Absolutely. Yeah, not a great uh, not a great month for Adam Rose, the radical mongoose. Hashtag. No. Radical mongoose. Uh, what what happened to Adam Rose, Andrew? Uh, well, he got in a fight with his. <laughs> Apparently, he and his wife were arguing. Yeah. Uh, in their I think their house in Florida. Sure. And she was going to call the police. Florida, going to Florida. He pretty much took the. Uh, well, he got in her face first. Yeah. She was going to call the police. Uh, he grabbed the phone out of her hands, and in Florida, that is a crime. Yeah. Uh, the way I understand it is, uh, while arguing, he grabbed her by the face to yell at her more directly. I don't. I don't He's going to yell at her face. Uh, but that is just a misdemeanor. 
because it's not actual assault yeah. to lay your hands on someone if you're not actually injuring them. Uh, but when she got scared of that and went to the phone to call the cops, he tried to take the phone from her, which is a felony charge because it's tampering with the witness. Yeah. Uh, so she pled with the judge to let him out, uh, I guess, on bail or whatever till his hearing. It was a $1,000 bail. And uh, as long as he meets weekly with his pastor leading up to his... Yeah, you heard me right. Uh, leading up to his actual new court hearing, um, he, he will stay out of jail. Uh, he is suspended indefinitely from the WWE. However, a uh, conversation that Road Dog had with some people on Twitter last night would basically indicate that pending the, uh, the results of this course, because you're innocent until proven guilty... Either way, Adam Rose is probably done with the WWE at this point. He was previously serving a suspension. Uh, for, what we didn't talk about uh, is Victor, or the other one, also serving a suspension for uh, substance abuse. And it's not the cool RVD substance abuse that you might be thinking. Uh, he apparently was taking some kind of medication for his ADHD that the WWE had an issue with. So Adam Rose was going on crazy Twitter rants. Uh, he posted the note from his doctor saying what it was and whatnot and felt he was kind of in the wrong. He suddenly removed all those tweets. And on top of that, uh, that was more or less the time that he, around the time he got arrested. So, bad times for old Adam Rose. I don't know what's going through his mind. I really don't. I yeah. understand that he may have, like, ADHD or whatever. That's no excuse for all of this happening. I mean, just accept, accept it. Like, if you if you actually have proof that it wasn't yeah. it, why wouldn't you go to some kind of higher power to have, have this looked at, to have it proven? But instead, you just you chose to whine about it. And then this happens. I mean, you've pretty much solidified your faith. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know where an Adam Rose... Like, Wade Barrett is someone they are like, oh, he, he apparently wants to go, like, be an announcer for soccer in Europe or something. It's like, oh, knock yourself out, buddy. Awesome. Uh, that's also a guy that can go to New Japan, who can go to a Ring of Honor or something like that and, and get a job. Adam Rose is a guy who's on the lower half of the roster <clears throat> and barely there, mind you. Um, he's having these problems with, with this medication, with the WWE already. On top of this, the WWE is not going to want to be associated with. He apparently has a special need kids he, he's trying to take care of, which obviously with with a job on the road like the WWE is not an easy thing to do. Um, so I I wish that guy the best. I, I think he's made a few too many bad decisions to kick around. Um, but um, yeah. when you when you spoke of those tweets by Road Dog yesterday, yeah. uh, yes, <laughs> dead air. Were there, were there, were there, sorry, were there a lot of them? There was a few. Does he remove them? Yep. Okay. Because all he said here today was, uh, today I, whoops, uh, they helped me see another. Uh, da, 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 da. He was tweeting oh, at, thank you. It was uh, at people. He was going to bed. Yeah. And then he said, thanks for the spirited debate and conversation. We and can there's find, no tweets under that? We could find common ground. And, and Yeah, and there's nothing after that. Like okay. nothing like, today I prayed and it was like his morning, it was his morning yeah. post. Whatever wrote so he does. deleted everything. Okay. Well, it was uh, more or less, uh, he was saying, someone, someone said, at the WWE, um, you know what this is, this looks bad on the WWE essentially. And Road Dog was saying like, "How so? We have a no tolerance policy. This was an, an individual's uh, bad decision and whatnot. And like he'll 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 have his repercussions from it. But how does this look bad on the company he works for? Any any employee of McDonald's can take a crap in the deep fryer. <laughs> that doesn't look bad on McDonald's. Uh, it's it's one lunatic, right? So." Uh, you know. Lightning mongoose. That's from the lunatic mongoose. Hashtag. Uh, so all the best to Adam Rose. Uh, I'm not going to say he deserves better, because a lot of this was brought on himself. Yep. Uh, but, you know, don't don't grab your wife by her face. Just Idiot. yell at her normally. Idiot. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> what possessed him to have to A, grab her, yeah. 
and B slap the phone out of her hand. There's there's a there's a Hollywood movie to be made based on all of this. <laughs> NBC movie. Uh, tell me about TNA. I, I know little, very little about TNA other than their financial woes. Uh, I've never uh, followed them as a as a brand. Well, if you followed them, if if you, if you had tried it like ten years ago or something like that, it would have been kind of an uprise. It was you know there was there was a little about going about them. They were, they had you know they were pushing younger superstars. They were a different kind of wrestling. Mm-hmm. Now it's kind of like. They've continued to make bad mistakes. They've hired the wrong people. Like they hired Hulk Hogan to run it for a short period of time, and look where that got them. Yeah, uh, really, what's got them com- millions of dollars if you think about it. <laughs> and- Hulk, please, you got to bail out this company. Can you have sex on camera and sue somebody about it? But in reality, <laughs> they've, as of now, they're reportedly months behind on paying their production crew. Yeah, it's a bummer, and that was one of the big reasons as to why Rude and Young left the company. Uh, at this point, I don't know. I can't re- recall if Rude has signed a contract. Neither is Eric Young. Eric as far Young as I know. is not. But yeah. uh, from what I read, he is on. He's expected to hmm. in, sh- in the short. He's term. shown up on NXT, right? Well, yeah. you, you don't need to have a contract though to show up. You, you, you can sign like a one day okay. a, a performance appearance uh-huh. and get that done. Kind of like I think Rude did. This, maybe done the same thing at a live event. But it's more so the fact that it's kind of like they're testing waters now. Uh, there's another. Fe- there's a female wrestler. I can't remember her name right now. She's a second or third generation superstar. Sure. Uh, from a f- from a very storied family, I wish I could remember her name. Uh, Tara Tara Blanchard, something so, like that. There's a, there seems to be a lot of people in the TNA organization that were, were there during its quote unquote glory days yeah. and really want to see it succeed. And it, it becomes very sad that it's kind of been driven to the ground at this point. They have buyers, do they not? Like this all stemmed from they were getting a replay on a Saturday morning that got taken away. She uh, doesn't. She does. What? what, what, what? Uh, There's Dixie, a whole... Dixie, Dixie Carter does not yeah. want to give up control. Yeah, that's the thing. She will not sell. She will sell it. She won't but sell a majority. She will not sell a majority. Yeah, she wants full control, and she is part of the reason why this is going into the shitter. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, the reason why she's like a hyper powered Vince makes... McMahon. <laughs> oh yeah, she makes terrible decisions. She makes decisions from her heart and not her wallet. And now this is and you know what? It's fine to make some decisions from with your heart every once in a while. But the wallet should be the final say, and yeah. right now it's really hurting her. I mean, they're 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 in some dive outside of Nashville. Yeah, for uh, for their for the their. I saw the picture online. It's yeah, just a it is building. bad. And I mean, yeah. and, and they've got. I'm looking at this now, and they've got like Josh Matthews, former WWE uh, commentator and uh, interviewer, and he's working for them now. And I, I don't know. I I, I don't see any upside to this company at all. Whatsoever, like yeah. it's it's done. It's done. It's a just finish it. I think I was saying before the podcast, I guess that there's there's no middle class in wrestling promotions. You have your indie outfits that can sustain themselves based on how little they need. Uh, as soon as you kind of go for that TV contract, as soon as you go for that pay per view, as soon as you go for needing a roster of talent uh, to to be able to support TV. Obviously, if someone gets injured, you need to fill somebody else in. That TV show needs to happen no matter what. Um, that's where the divide is. So something like Ring of Honor. Uh, is is kind of filling that gap right now. They're they're able to to kick it in the middle class, but TNA was that, and they're falling out of it. And instead of either selling it to someone who will be able to take care of it and and sustain it, uh, she's refusing that and refuses to see that the, that that thing that was once a six figure maker is is quickly becoming the five figure maker uh, and an independent wrestling promotion out of Nashville. And she she cannot accept that. And it's going to leave all these people, like you said, without pay, out of work, 
uh, with not really knowing where their future is going, and it's hurting the brand even more for someone who wants to come in and buy it. As you said, all this talent is leaving. What are you even selling now? The name? The name's not worth shit right now. Oh, it's not. It's not worth yeah. shit, and it's the fact that you're you're. Notoriety is below Ring of Honor now. Yeah, you were once at, at a time you had been pushed with Spike. You got TV time. Yeah, you were pushing ratings. There was a, I, I even thought way back when they could be trending upwards eventually. Yeah, not maybe not to the point of WWE, but become a stable rival. And now they're not. Well, you you basically get to be the anti WWE as long yeah. as you're being successful. That that now belongs to nobody. New Japan, Ring of Honor. What, what it actually belongs to is NXT. And guess what? WWE is making those paychecks. <laughs> well, this is what we've done. They're, they're almost at the point where if they didn't have a performance center and a training center with that, attached to that, they could probably go at least North America wide. I mean, they're going to UK. I mean, I, I feel a little left out here yeah. because they're going to the UK, but Canada gets left out. Yeah. I mean, they're, 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 Our I, money's no good. <laughs> Our money of rainbows. If you want to be completely honest about it, uh, I don't know why anyone from the UK comes over here to do, like, the Who was just here. They must be making like five bucks. Like yeah, the they, they, their 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 uh, their tickets started going for twenty bucks eventually. Well, so. I mean, come on, what do you expect? But the, no, no, no one's left from the Who. It's... I, I went to Jimmy Carr that night. Uh, <laughs> anyways, so that's TNA. Uh, it's it sucks. Like it's, when it's when dead. honest people are are doing working hard and, and now not pounding a paycheck. That sucks. Um, okay, speaking of not pounding a paycheck. Go on a Ryback rant. I'll just sit back and let you do it. Okay, what I don't understand about Ryback is that he thinks he's worth so much. Does he take bumps and losses for the company? Absolutely. You know, he's a, he is a company man. But to this point, to this point, he has shown that he's nothing more than selfish. He says wins and losses don't mean anything. But then, he, like you said earlier before the podcast, he quotes wins and losses. His pay-per-view record. Yeah. Yeah. That has nothing to do with it. You've already established that doesn't matter. And now you bring it into your argument. That makes absolutely zero sense. And the fact that he went in there, and you know what? I was really thinking at first, I was giving it right back, even though I don't like him, a shadow of a doubt, that he might actually be in the right here and taking a hit against Vince McMahon and Vince is the bad guy as being, you know, the corporate guy. Yeah. You know, in this case, he's absolutely the right guy because after hearing that he wants, an, he wants a personal RV, he doesn't want to pay for hotels anymore, he doesn't want to pay for the gas in this RV anymore... You know what? John Cena makes a lot of money. He really does. But he bought his own RV. He bought the right to do that. Where he lives in that thing day in, day out. And that's how he gets from town to town. He's established that. In what way do you think you have earned the right to ask for that? And if you're going to sit out because of this, because of not getting paid that amount and being given that free transportation that nobody else gets, nobody gets that no matter who you are in that company. Go home. You weren't even pushing it on TV. You weren't pushing it anywhere else. Just go home. They didn't even think your character was worth being Kalisto for the U.S. title when you were still relevant. <laughs> Just leave. <laughs> if you think you're better off with Ring of Honor or going yeah. to New Japan, maybe New Japan you could revitalize yourself. Maybe you're better off trying to get yourself across <laughs> speaking Japanese that you don't even know. Compared to here speaking English, your native language. <laughs> Konnichiwa! It's meeting time! <laughs> just, just get out of here. I am so sick and tired of Ryback at this point. He is expendable, and the best part about this is they're not even going to give him the glory of releasing him. No. They're going to let him sit at home and wait out his contract. That is great. You know what? Props to Vince on this. I'm so sick and tired of people thinking they're worth more than they are. Like, there's something to be said about... Um, 
he he's saying his point is in an industry where wins and losses don't matter and aren't an indication of your success. This is what he's saying. And aren't an indication of your success in the company. Everybody should actually be paid equally. Whether you're losing or winning on a pay-per-view. Whether you're holding the championship belt or you never hold the championship belt. You are doing the same job as that person. And leaving completely out the fact that there is merchandise to be considered in this. Uh, a John Cena is moving millions of dollars of Absolutely. t-shirts. Whereas a Ryback is not. Um, and, and attitude co- comes from it. John Cena is the guy that you can call up and be like, we need you at Mania, and he changes in a closet, and he's there. Uh, he, he's a company man. Ryback seems like he, if he's not getting his fair share, if he's not getting the piece of the pie, he thinks he's... It's almost a superiority conf- complex with him, where he... I remember hearing him on the Stone Cold podcast, and he's apparently very good with his money, so I think leaving the WWE, he's got, he's got some, some juice. Like, he's... If this all goes away, so be it. Uh, but his whole thing was... I'm, I'm gonna be this. I'm gonna have this great build that Vince is gonna like. I, uh, you know, he he got over in that CM Punk match apparently from a few years ago, and people were like down with him as a main inventor in that in that sense. But th- this thoroughly is a middle card guy. Um, they they've tried some different things with him. It's not working, and it's it's to me he's basically on the level of a Heath Slater or a, a Chris Curtis Axel at this point, except he's in that you know. That rarefied error of the pre-pay-per-view match. <laughs> you know what? Thinking about how how he thinks that they should all be paid equally. Yeah. That makes zero sense. Because just because you work for them and doing the same thing doesn't mean you're doing your job. No. It doesn't. If well, isn't part if of his it, thing he wanted to get paid if he doesn't if if he doesn't work or he's injured? Like he gets full pay. You're you're not performing up to par and you want more money or you want to be paid like John Cena? Yeah. Have you, you know what? I don't like John Cena, but I I notice the amount of work he puts into it. Yeah. I notice everything. The amount of work he's put into his promos, of of thinking about his promos, what he wants to do, all the extracurricular stuff he does. He does stuff with children, I'm not saying that Ryback doesn't. The guy has no life. To get to this point, you need to live and breathe this, and I don't see that from Ryback. He says he does, but yes, there's no, there's no evidence to that to that effect. He he, I don't know. It, like the fact that they have to pay for their own hotel rooms. Some of these guys are on the road for for six days a week. Uh, I assume travel is covered. Like if they're flying, or are they paying for their own plane tickets? At a certain point, you have to look at some work expenditures, and he's like, he he listed all the things that WWE doesn't cover. Yeah, what does WWE cover? There's there's craft services. They're always fed. Like if you're if you're at backstage at Raw, there's got to be lunch and supper. I think they pay for their planes too. I have yeah. to think that because a lot of them like carpool. Some of that's got to be covered, or is the reason they carpool because they're paying for their own? There's a, there's there's a couple question marks up in the air, the air here. But uh, the, the point being that Ryback is the guy making the point and kind of sours his own point with some of the things he brings up. Uh, I'm not going to say the WWE is like like Vince is completely in the right here. Maybe considering. Other sports, I'm using that term lightly. What, how other sports and athletes are compensated? What they're, what's expected of them compared to what, like when you look at a wrestler and you look at physically what they're putting on the line, and you look at what you, you just imagine they'd be compensated for. Is there any question that NHL players uh, don't pay for their own hotels? They all go on a private jet. They, well, like, if it's chartered yeah. though, they all take yeah. the same. We're well, talking about guys who are making millions upon millions of dollars a year. There's very few people who make that in the WWE. John Cena is like breaking ten or something like that. Ryback's probably a guy who, at 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 his height, when Daniel Bryan 
gave him after the elimination chamber match and gave Ryback the IC title. That might have been Ryback making a million dollars for the first time. I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know all that stuff. But if 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 he, if he started looking at Cena and going, oh man, he makes so much more money than I do. Yeah. How much longer in the company he's been? He's been there years. Yeah. Years longer than him. Like. Man, I remember seeing him, what was it, basically like an almost 2004. Yeah. It's 2016. It's been 12 years. It's been 12 yeah. years. The, the economics of the situation is, uh, what, what saying you, you put in the same amount of work, if you're talking strictly that on a value to the company thing, that either people need to be elevated to John Cena's pay grade, or John Cena needs to be lowered in pay grade, the, like value has a lot to be said here. You are all technically doing the same job, yes, but there there is clearly a difference in value and effort being put in, uh, and and people are compensated like that. I I don't know what else to say. I don't know. Uh, you, you, I mean, you you have a predisposition for not liking the Ryback, um, the Ryan Silverback, uh, or whatever his <laughs> name became an amalgamation of. Um, so yeah, Ryback's just kind of sitting it out right now, I guess, and we'll see what what happens. Um, Hopefully nothing. Yeah, Just leave him out. Apparently he's good with his money, so I think that's a guy. I hope so <laughs> I think that's a guy. Like if other people in the company have these feelings, I think uh, they are they are fine to keep their mouth shut and ride that carnival for all it's worth. Uh, whereas Ryback, I think, is someone who who I think greedy is the right word. Uh, like Absolutely. at the end of the day, I think greedy might be the right word. So. There you go. Is he is he asking everybody to have RVs? Like there would just be like a WWE convoy. No, just him. Just he as gets, far as he I understood. No, as far as I understood from the article, it was just him. Huh. How do you even think that you're deserving of that? Yeah. He asked for too much, and they're like, "No, you can have this, or you can have you can see that you can go to the door." Uh, basically, is what's going on. Pathetic. Anyways, let's talk about Raw and then go home and play Doom. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, I watched most of this Raw uh, <laughs> at, at lunch I, today. I, I watched it. I watched uh, it we, we started, of course, with uh, Dolph Ziggler versus Baron Corbin. Uh, Corbin b- destroys Ziggler uh, in this match. Uh, wins by pinfall. Fandango and Goldust uh, versus R-Truth and Tyler Breeze. That was a match that happened. R-Truth apparently won it. Uh, there was a promo at the very beginning of Raw that I didn't talk about just now, uh, where Jericho came out and, uh, had the remains of Mitch the Plant. Uh, Andrew, what is your thoughts on Mitch the Plant? You know what? I think it's stupid. Yeah. I really do. Uh, but in actuality, I really didn't mind it. It's because social media pumped it up so much, of course they're going to use it. Yeah. If it wasn't popular, they wouldn't have used it. And it was everywhere. So, you know what? Personally, I think it's stupid. Yep, but do I see? Do I understand the reasoning? Absolutely. And take this in the spirits it's intended, Dean Ambrose fans. Mitch humor is exactly what Dean Ambrose fans will find funny. <laughs> R.I.P. A plant. <laughs> that's uh, that's what they're going for. And guess what? It went over. You idiots. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so Jericho's talking crap. Big Cass comes out, cuts a promo, and kicks him in the face. That's <laughs> and literally kicks him in the face. <laughs> um, that's what happened there. Uh, Charlotte and Paige are coming out. There is a whole to-do with uh, Ric Flair coming out to distract. Uh, Natalia is on commentary doing a very stilted job. Um, Shane McMahon comes out with a security team to escort Ric Flair out, as he warned he would. Uh, during this distraction, ironically, uh, Paige is able to roll up Charlotte in what would be one of many roll-up finishes in this Raw, to my understanding. Uh, we had Sami Zayn versus The Miz with Maurice. 
looking good at ringside. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the uh, good old Sami Zayn gets the win here, uh, proving again that Miz kind of fluked, I guess, winning against these guys who are clearly all his better uh, at this point. But I guess that's the joke. Like, he's going to weasel his way into holding that championship as long as possible. Uh, after that, we have Sin Cara with Kalisto versus Rusev with Lana. Sin Cara, with the distraction finish, wins this match, making the match mean nothing. Uh, Rusev will fight Kalisto at Extreme Rules, I guess is the plan. Elimination match, we had Luke Gallows, Carl Anderson, AJ Styles versus Roman Reigns and the Usos. A pretty solid match. This is how we ended our lunch. Uh, watching this, winners by disqualification, Roman Reigns and the Usos. Uh, then we had Zack Ryder versus Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens destroys Zack Ryder, uh, rightfully so. And that might be the last we see of Zack Ryder for a while. <laughs> unless they do some kind of crazy angle with him, to, like rooting it for Kevin Owens so that a Sami Zayn or a Cesaro can win. And then Kevin Owens can go on his killing spree. Uh, we had the New Day versus the Dudley Boys. So there you go. Dudley Boys did show up. Um, and uh, yeah, there you go. Dudley Boys won that one, strangely enough, which is weird. Because the Dudley Boys need to be strong. I... Big Cass and Chris Jericho. Uh, I believe this is, of course, when we have uh, the jacket murdering what have you uh, with, with Dean Ambrose. And sorry, I didn't see that, so I'm not, uh, I'm not speaking from authority on many of these Raw matches. But uh, what, what are your thoughts heading into Extreme Rules, Andrew? It's going to be very similar to Payback. It's not a bad thing. It's going to be almost exactly the same as Payback. I really, I, I really like it. Uh, honestly, I think that the AJ Styles versus Roman Reigns match is going to be more interesting, but we'll see if something is kind of sprinkled on top. Who knows? Uh, we're not going to see... No, it's, an, it's an extreme rules match, yeah. meaning that the Usos and Anderson and Gallows will probably be there. Well, they're going to be interfering at some yeah. point, and it's, and it's going to come down to the two of them. I think there's going to be an added little bit of something else. Not what, are you, Finn, what are you alluding to? Not Finn Balor. You sound like you know something. <laughs> but I just have a feeling that, some, that something's got to be added. Something's got to tip AJ over the edge. Uh, they're not going to put him on the shelf. They're not. No. I, I don't know. I'm starting to think they're really not. Even if he's injured? They've they've they've, they've rode him this long. Yeah. And if it's his back, if, if, if he says, I need a couple of days off, we'll give him the days if they can keep him long term. Mm-hmm. If, if it's not a serious As long injury, as he shows up in Winnipeg in two weeks? Yeah, he better show up. <laughs> Um, but ultimately, I, I really think that they're going in another positive direction. There was nothing wrong with the card at Payback. Um, the results for me personally, I, I don't expect to see you know any surprises. I don't expect to see Roman Reigns losing. I don't. I don't expect to see Charlotte losing. Yep. Uh, but that's not to, that's not necessarily a bad thing. The, the IC title match is currently a fatal four way. It is currently, with that one, I don't expect to see any surprises either, though a non-surprise to me would be Kevin Owens walking out. Champ. Though, I also, my my overall theory to this is that Sami Zayn is going to walk out the winner. Just so they can have a Kevin Owens-Sami Zayn program. That still makes sense. So. Okay. Uh, yeah, no, fair enough. I hope Rusev takes that U.S. title and does something with it. Kalisto has... Nothing against Kalisto. Hasn't really done anything with the U.S. title uh, to, to move the needle on that. So yeah. it would be good to see him lose it. Um, there, 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 there's, there has been no relevancy towards that title. No, in the no, last, no. Icy title is good because you've got all these viable wrestlers that I like watching. Maybe that was their, the, maybe that was their plan. Yeah. Maybe that was their plan. Maybe they wanted to take the U.S. title out of, out of rele- relevancy just to push the Intercontinental title. Though I guess if they would have done that, and this isn't a shot at you, uh, the Miz wouldn't have been champ. <laughs> so I, 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 I take no offense on that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Miz has been good for them. Um, he's, he's doing his, he's performing his role very nicely. Uh, that's it. He's he's yeah. been he's been, a, he's been carrying the title well, absolutely. Yeah. But is he the guy that you want just driving that title? Probably not. Yeah. No. 
Uh, he's effective in that you want to see any of those three other guys win it from him. That's uh, that's all you need. Uh, but yeah, U.S. title, Rusev could win that. Put Cena against Rusev coming back in. I'll watch that again. That's fine. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Um, but I, I, you got to watch out to have the, the bleed over between those two titles. I see title now. You've got your more interesting wrestlers, let's say, but bigger guys all the same. If you're putting the U.S. title on Rusev, uh, what becomes of your cruiserweight belt, so to speak, uh, for the little guys to compete with? Because, you know, Neville's going to come back. What the hell does Neville have to do? What the hell does Kalisto have hey, to do? what did he do before? And he got uh, well, Superstar of the Year. Darren Young. Darren Young's getting some kind of a weird push right now. Where does Darren Young fit into all that this? Is, and that is so weird with Bob yeah. Backlund. That is so weird. Going to make Especially Darren great again. in the promo, he's <laughs> like, uh, I need a life coach. I would love to show you how to wrestle, Darren. I don't need a wrestling coach. I need a life coach. It's like, turn uh, up your hearing aid. <laughs> terrible. <laughs> Anyways, let's end this podcast on a high note, and I'm speaking completely sarcastically uh, by saying that today, breaking news, uh, a a relationship gone public, Paige and Alberto Del Rio are apparently some kind of an item. What? I don't know. Uh, (laughs) That still blows my mind. Love knows no bounds, Andrew Jansen. Uh, Paige, again, if you've been watching Total Divas, you know her personality, and you know that... How this is going to come across until Divas becomes very interesting to me. Del Rio is a guy who speaks English, doesn't speak it very well. Uh, I, she's got a really thick accent most of the time. How do those two? How did this happen? How did this? <laughs> I never even thought of that. What just, gets, what gets, thinking of them communicating and being lovey-dovey together is not is just a problem. It, I don't. It just it just gets me because, like. She's so super pale. Yeah, he's so and he brown. So tone, like yeah. tone in his skin color. Maybe that's it. It's like it, it's just super it's like, weird. Not to mention he's just like this ripped. I don't want to say middle aged, but I was say ripped Mexican. I'm like, well, that's kind of generalizing. <laughs> but he's like this <laughs> middle aged like gentleman. Yeah, who's really toned up because his first run was WWE. He was he was fit, yeah. but not to this point. And it's just. Like you know, I'm I'm like okay. Well, he other than getting, like before he got fired and having that interaction, he's like I'm father of the year, and he had that commercial, yeah, where he's reading to his kid, and it's like Paige, I like to go out and get hammered. <laughs> Together, they're the super couple of the WWE. I'm your stepmom. Let's get drunk. <laughs> I'm your stepmom now. This is my house. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, that's a good. That's a good mix-up couple. We'll we'll see what happens there. Uh, yeah, well, her being so pale and him that that lovely the, brown. It's just a little cream in your coffee. The man. company that's really awesome. is so incestuous. Like it's a it's a traveling circus. I, once you can overcome that, there's so much entertainment value in the backstage happenings of the WWE and a show like Total Divas. I just I just found out. Like speaking of like people like the, the, these two dating, yeah. I didn't know that the Bellas. Uh, Mom, yeah, married John Laurinaitis, and they're both going to be on Total Bellas. What the hell? And John Laurinaitis, and I heard Laurinaitis. I'm yeah. like, wait a minute, is that? Yeah, of course. I yeah. believe it's Animal. That's Animal's brother. So it's going to be John Laurinaitis, Daniel Bryan, and John Cena living with the Bellas and their mom in Cena's mansion. And you're gonna tell me you're not gonna watch that show? I, I'm, I'm watching. Watch, I'm waiting. I'm counting on the days. I'm, I'm watching just for like uh, Laurinaitis' brother to knock on the door. And he puts on Road Warrior, <laughs> the Road Warriors outfit. John Cena's just like ah shit. Impromptu uh, match. Let's go. <laughs> if you know anything about John Cena, all I can think about when I saw that the all these assholes are moving in with him is that one 
uh, Total Divas episode where Nikki keeps throwing her laundry in the wrong basket. And he super condescendingly shows her which basket to throw it in and, like, helps her throw it into the basket. I'm like, you're going to let all these, all these assholes live in your house? This is going to be fantastic. There's, 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 there's times like that. There's the one where he's trying to get her to do her rehab. Yeah. Before, like, trying to, like, prevent surgery. And I'm totally telling you she didn't do that rehab Listen, at all. Listen, if you're going to take recovery uh, advice from anyone, John Cena has statistically healed less than half the time. He's Wolverine. Most- he basically he's like early comics Wolverine where he didn't heal instantly, but like if he got shot and you know laid laid down for a week or so, he'd probably be okay. That's John Cena. That guy will break a bone; and it'll be like six months. He's like, I'll do it in two and a half, and will do it he's, in two and, and a half. And, and, he's, and he's perfectly fine. And you're not taking advice from him. Like, no. what are you doing? And now, and then there was the episode that was. There's the, a the revelation with that where Nikki's like she was scared, and like you you want to live in the moment. Is, is, was Nikki's thing. Like, they go to Paris. Yeah. And the whole time, Bree's giving her a hard time. It's like, do your exercises, don't drink wine, et cetera, et cetera. And at a certain point, Nikki's just like, you know, I just want to kind of forget. And you know what? And that's kind of the reason why I think she's not going to, because she got to this point. It got worse. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You let this happen, and now be, now you're going to cry about your career being over? That That's why that show is gripping. <laughs> Uh, it's that's true. No, it, it it absolutely is. You're like she's so upset that she may have wrestled her last match. She knows what she has to do to recover, but there there's like a left brain and a right brain thing going on. She's got John Cena on one shoulder, being like, "Hey, I'm going to tell you what to do if you want to get back in the ring and wrestle. If this is your passion. Do A, B, and C." On the flip side of that, yeah, Total Divas, man. This is this podcast is going to quickly devolve into a Total Divas podcast with a side of wrestling. Uh, it's it's not a bad show. You understand that some the, the minor storylines are a little <laughs> are a little set up. Yeah, but a lot of it is is, is reality, and it's really interesting. To, yes, to, to, to get kind I, of like a little bit of their lives. I was talking to Reed today, who is a, a I believe a listener of our our show. Hello, we, Reed. We hope <laughs> he 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 didn't necessarily go as far as to say that Total Divas is a work and it's influenced by the WWE and producers and what needs to happen. The the events that are depicted are real life happenings of these people. Some of the stuff is cooked as far as a little things here and there where the cameras needed to be on point or whatever. Obviously, there's things like Rosa having her baby where they just gave them a camera. It's like if this goes down, please film it for the show, and they did. Like there, there's things that aren't staged. There are things that like when you're watching the show, it's presented like a reality show. The things backstage, the interactions with these different people. What they're willing to to break down as far as kayfabe is concerned, you'll notice that they'll talk. To, everybody will use their real names. They'll talk about the business as a business. The only thing they will protect is the finishes to matches. When Nikki's talking, she has a match coming up for the championship. She's defending the championship. She will never say that it's predestined. Like this is why I'm losing the championship. That will be part of it. She'll be like, "I lost the match. That sucks." That's that's her real life interpretation of how those event, events went down. That's how yeah. the dice rolled. Um, and, and past that, it's really a, a good glimpse into the, the backstage of the WWE. Try it out, people. If you like the the circus that is wrestling, there's so much dumb crap. I would have I would I would have never known half the time that half of the reason why Paige is so screwed up is because she can't have possibly can't have kids in the yeah, future. All kinds of weird weird crap yeah, going on. Like, yeah, and it puts the Del Rio thing into perspective because like he's got kids. If he's separated from his wife and he needs someone who, you know, when you were saying this, I think it was you who were saying this earlier. It really kind of shot in the back of my mind. It's a how I met I met your mother situation. Yeah, where Ted wanted kids. So he found he found like the love of his life yeah. had kids. She passes away, and all of a sudden it's like, well, whoa, I, whoa, that, whoa! The mom's dead. Not oh shit. <laughs> it's okay. I watched six uh, seasons and I bounced off that show. Yeah, no, uh, she actually dies. Oh man! And then uh, you, you find out the entire story of the show 
uh, spoiler alert, is <laughs> well, him, yeah, now him basically telling the story of how I met your mother, but in reality, it's kids. Or you, you will you be okay if I date Aunt Robin again? And he, he goes out, out to Robin's apartment after she's gone around the world already, right? Yeah. And he finishes the story sitting, up, sitting on the couch. Yeah. And he shows up with a blue French horn. He shows up or Bob Saget shows up? He shows up. Okay. No Saget. <laughs> the, internal, the internal monologue of Saget yeah. actually ends in a, right at that last episode. Yeah. Where the kids, because they filmed the kids thing ahead of time. Yeah, yeah. Then it's the actual uh, actor of Ted Mosby responding. Okay. And it's like... All of all of him speaking was like if the kids heard him, but now it's the internal it's internal him speaking. That's interesting because my internal voice is John Stamos, so <laughs> I get there's something to that. I guess. <laughs> Watch the hair. Uh, interesting. Uh, still better than the Roseanne last season, where everything was a dream. Uh, yeah, that's super depressing. <laughs> super depressing when you find that out. <laughs> yeah, man. Anyways, thank you for telling me how that show ends because now I don't have to watch it. <clears throat> Anyways, wrestling. Remember that? Uh, we're going to try to do a show here after Extreme Rules. Extreme Rules is the last pay-per-view I've paid for. Uh, I've canceled my WWE subscription oh. to save that $12 a month because I'm trying to buy a house. So I'm cutting I'm cutting out the little things. It's the important things. Yeah. Uh, I don't need to watch things live. If I do, I can go to Andrew's house uh, where he's won a new barbecue. The invitations, the invitations are always, have been yeah, always Whether he's standard. there or not, I'll just show up and start watching pay-per-views. <laughs> uh, and, of course, there's, there's other uh, avenues to watch, watch stuff. So uh, we're going to try to keep on top of wrestling here, come back uh, for Extreme Rules. If you ever want to interact with the show, there's a billion different ways to do it. If you're listening to this, uh, very likely you know a way to get in contact with us. Comment on <laughs> Facebook, Twitter, at TurnBaseAttack, Facebook.com slash TurnBaseAttack. Uh, you can also comment uh, you know, on, on iTunes, review us if you like, or uh, you know, leave, leave some nice words. Questions, topics, if you want to hear uh, anything you want, want to hear discussed, we're, we're more than willing to, to do so. Uh, and it makes content for the podcast easier. We don't have to do anything. We just, just show up and talk. If you want to hear uh, how other sitcoms end, uh, please let us know. Full House. Michelle falls and gets a con- uh, concussion, forgets <laughs> forgets everything, and then there's a two-part episode. She remembers everybody in the second half, and that's the end of Full House. And then, for, and then, then, then forgets her family in Fuller House. Yeah. But she never shows up. She's like rich in, in, in New, New York or something. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, that's it for the show. Uh, that's uh, that's it. For Andrew and myself, this has been the Sultans of... Slam and welcome to the town.